0: Welcome to another edition of Eusebius on Times Live. Now, the previous entry of this podcast for Times Live, you would have heard me explaining the legal challenge that public enterprises and ESCOM are facing. A letter of many demands had been sent to them by a number of clients that have approached various law firms. Essentially, these clients want the blackouts to discontinue immediately, but the list of demands are quite wide, and while they have to deal with energy and security, the big question is what are the prospects of the state responding to the demands effectively by Friday, and if they don't, what is the legal strategy beyond that? Now, one of the lawyers involved is Sapir Butalezi from Butalezi Velakazi Hint, and he has agreed to join me to get to the bottom of the legal logic behind this particular matter. I think you and I as South Africans understand experientially the impact of blackouts. Politically this is significant, but fundamentally this is legal action. So I wanted to engage one of the lawyers involved on the legal elements of it. listening to Eusebius on Times Live, that's this latest podcast on Times Live and it's me Eusebius McKeyser exploring the major issues of the week, that means you're going to hear a lot of law, politics and ethics, how they intersect, and how important these stories are in the life of all South Africans. When
1: people saw
0: their children must know this are sell-out.
1: they put saliva on the paper. Mr. Julius Malema
0: whispered and said, sing it, sing
1: it.
0: And then they shared that zone. No, I'm not going to apologize. Can
1: I have my iPad, please? So they stole it.
0: Sir so Peter, thanks so much for joining me on Times Light. Thank you very much, Sirius, for inviting me. And i ask a general question before pressure testing the legal strength of your argument. What is the legal case? Um,
1: Really, for now, the legal case is based on the constitutional obligation uh, of the state to ensure power supply, uh, power generation uh, or transmission and delivery thereof. So that's where it emanates, I think, uh, for... In the past, we have not really looked at that aspect of of, of, of the loan shedding that we are facing as a country and how then the failure by the state to ensure that it um, it adheres to that obligation has then started, you know, to breach some of the constitutional rights that citizens are supposed to enjoy.
0: Let's scroll down into the legal parts of this case. I'm gonna leave for the second part of the discussion which rights are implicated when electricity is not securely provided. But I want to start with the first thing you said. And I want to ask the question in this way. Do I have a right to a secure supply of electricity? Yes, you do. What source of law justifies that claim? Uh,
1: firstly, it emanates from the state uh, uh, saying that it to be the sole product, provider of electricity. So once the state takes that responsibility, it then becomes an obligation, constitutional obligation, um, not just constitutional, but also national legislation. It's only now where we have seen recently where the state is starting to um, grant licenses to um, independent um, uh, suppliers. But ordinarily, it was the duty of ESCOM who is the supplier. So it means then once the state takes responsibility to be the sole provider of, of in this case, of energy, uh, then we look to the state for, for, for such energy. So legislation, um, constitution currently empower, uh, make, put that obligation on the states to be to ensure that there is power supply, this generation, and that uh, transmission.
0: I looked at the Constitution, the Bill of Rights in particular, in preparation for this interview. I can't find anything like that. The Section 27, socioeconomic rights, referred to more obvious things that have been the basis of case law over the years, as you know, where there'd be access to the progressive realization of water, health care, education, housing. Those are the classic ones. That enabled organizations like the TAC or Equal Education, or in the Kruetboom case, or the Subramani case, to then challenge whether or not government's policies are compliant with the Constitution. There's nothing like that that references energy specifically. You're making it up.
1: No, we're not making it up. Uh, you see, because as I indicated, there's uh, this legislation. As you are aware, that it's only recent where now government is looking at giving the rights to um mining uh, companies to 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 generate um electricity uh because the the legislation that currently this legislation the law currently only empowers escom to be the producer and now we have seen in fact i think last year to be specific where now there's independent um uh, uh, power genera- uh, generators who have been granted licenses uh to 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 generate so remember uh, it's the state that can grant that license. So it means that currently you cannot produce electricity on your own unless you have that license. And those licenses previously were not being granted to 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 to, to individuals. Um, otherwise, then if you if if we look at it, especially um, uh, 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 the mining houses who do have capacity to produce their own electricity, they would have been doing it um, all along. Um, uh, uh, you know, so that's the reality that we've been facing in this country. Uh, I completely
0: understand yeah. that reality from a practical point of yeah. view. In other words, the practical import of the existing regulatory regime is precisely what you've laid out in the last five minutes. But there's a massive difference between, say, the executive branch of government has got the constitutional space to create policy, including a licensing regime, And say those of us who are hoping to get licenses now, for example, to become IPPs, that we have a right to a license. There's an important legal ambiguity both in your letter of demand and in your answers to me. And that ambiguity is between does government have policies that are sensible, which is one question, and a separate question, which is the kind of question judges will ask you, that the average Joe doesn't care about because they care about the first question, is the policy rational and is it delivering electricity for my house right now? And so there you've got the court of public opinion on your side. But lawyers and jurists will ask you a devil's advocate question, which is to say, is there a legal obligation on government to not have stupid policy? And surely the answer is no, which is why we've got votes. And elections, because if we don't like the policies, we get rid of them. So, in a sense, you want to ask the courts to encroach on the exclusive governance domain that the executive has been granted constitutionally, and your chances must be slim to none. That's overreach.
1: I, I don't think so, because if if, if 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 you if you look at our letter, it 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 basically talks about an obligation and then how then the failure to supply has then started break uh, uh, caused the breach to the constitutional rights that citizens should be enjoying um so 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 really at the end of the day is that if the state currently has the sole mandate to generate electricity in this country and its failure to do so then start um uh, 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 you know violating uh, constitutional rights that you and I are supposed to be enjoying then obviously then somebody has to take accountability. Uh, which, unfortunately, the case, the, the, the state has not been coming uh, uh, forward with, especially when it comes to transparency, um, uh, 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 as it were, and keeping everyone on the same on, on the same page um, in this particular issue.
0: A last issue I want to canvas for now. We can return to these issues in the weeks ahead. I, I hope. Well, you don't have to agree with anything I say, for that matter. But I think you probably would agree that. It's not a slam dunk. It's a best interesting legal action. Because in the cases that I alluded to earlier, there are classics in case law where government policies, whether it is something as precise as you can't stop an HIV positive soldier from being active as an SANDF member, or whether it's something as general as access to a being, There are many examples where we've had good test cases where policies have been put on trial legally because that's the point of constitutional supremacy. But I think, and I wonder what you think of this, appeal. I think those cases that have succeeded had one thing in common, that your letter of demand doesn't have, that there was a shorter causal link between the text in the Constitution and the relief that was being sought Whereas the kinds of things that you are asking for tell us about the content of your of your deal with with um, Biden, tell us that you will not, in fact, go ahead and enjoy the 18.6% tariff. I mean, it's all over the place. Some of it implicates rights that are indirectly breached as a result of the blackouts, like a lack of security operations that don't happen at the hospital. But some of it is just the hurly burly of what governments are elected to do, which is to take a mandate to run with it, and then we go back to the polls five years later. Did you not make a tactical mistake by asking for too much?
1: No, we haven't. Remember, uh CBS, this is a letter of demand. It's not yet um, called uh, pleadings, uh, as it were. Depending on the response that um, uh, we will receive from government, then we'll then make a legal argument in in in, in our pleadings as it were. As I said that currently in all nine provinces, um, uh, my colleagues uh, from different law firms are taking these statements, sitting down and uh, really understanding how um, the various clients have been affected by um, load shedding. And then thereafter, they we'll put together a legal argument, in fact, um, showing the causal link <laughs> that you are referring to uh, 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 right now and why the state should be liable I mean, for example, I mean, one of the demands is that um, uh, some of the clients are requesting for compensation uh, for the loss that they have suffered. You know, so obviously they we need to put together a legal argument as to well, why um, the state should be liable if you have had to close your business, for example, due to load shedding. Um, you know, why your state should be liable if your house has bent down uh, in some cases in case and when electricity comes back. Uh, you know, so all of those things will be in our papers, and um, which we're going to to to, to uh, 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 lodge uh, uh, probably before the twenty before next Friday. Um, that's the instruction that we have, and um, and then we'll be able then to really touch and expand on some of the issues that yourself that you just uh,
0: raised. Well, I look forward to seeing how it will unfold. I've looked at in a cursory way the public's response to this announcement, and it's clear you've got the public on your side, black, white, pink, orange, colored, whatever, um, people in different provinces, because from a popular point of view, it makes complete sense. In law, there's precedent, the whole point of constitutional supremacy is that even government policies can be tested for rationality, reasonableness against case law and different sources of law, not least the constitution itself. But there's something about the particular elements of this case, that I think will divide many of you and your peers. It'll be really interesting to see how it travels. Thanks so much for coming up.
1: Thank you very much, Silvius, for uh, talking to us. And uh, we are, will be available in the next week or so, um, again, to, to expand or explain some of the arguments that we put forward in our plannings.